before we get started, I started the episode last week this way. I'm just, I'm just pleading with you in a nice way that's not desperate. I'm not a desperate person. Um, <laughs> leave a review on iTunes if you're a fan of the podcast. It will help uh, the podcast out and it will help you out because um, you'll have uh, a venue for your uh, insane writing. I know some of you are crazy people and you are crazy writers and you're insane. Uh, and I would appreciate if you left an insane review or just a regular one and you're a normal person. And, and, and even if you aren't, aren't we all a little insane? Even just to say that is, I mean, come on, we're all a little bit insane inside. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about, but let's just leave a review on iTunes. And, and enough of that bull crap. Let's get to the theme song. It's that episode. That episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it, we talk about it, we talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, my guest is Anthony King, who is a writer for uh, USA's Playing House, which is airing right now as we speak, this second. And also, uh, we'll be writing on the second uh, season of Broad City. Welcome, Anthony King. Thank you, Craig. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here um, in New York. Yes, in New York. Normally, um, I'm in Los Angeles. Or what I call La La Land. But not only it? because of the L.A. connection, but because everybody's cuckoo crazy. Everyone's so insane there. It's like everyone's a nut, crazy. It's like a nut house. <laughs> it's a nut house, and everyone has a car. Oh, my God, which is crazy when yeah. you really think Don't about it. Don't give nut people a car. <laughs> yeah, they're nuts. It's like the guy who started um, Pinkberry. He went nuts in a car, and he I think he is assaulted that true? someone. Yeah. He assaulted someone with his car? I think that might have happened in L.A. I don't know if that's I connected. I have no idea about but that. But I think is the that, guy... That's why 16 Handles took over. The, exactly. I think guy went crazy. It's crazy. Well, if you're a Brooklynite like me, you're into Uncle Louis G. Yeah, Uncle Louis G. That's the... That's Italian the, ice. Oh, God. Delicious. Don't even get me started about it. It's been right on your corner. I know. I love I it know, so, so much. Good. Every night I, I, I think about it. <laughs> you think about it. You don't actually have it. Every I, I do have it most <laughs> nights, actually. Um, so, I'm so I'm so glad you're here. I'm excited to watch what you want to watch because yes. I'm also the, why don't you just say what we're watching we're going to be watching Kitchen Nightmares which mm-hmm. is where Gordon Ramsay goes into establishments and tears them down right and then rebuilds them mm-hmm. uh, and an episode called Capri which is about an Italian restaurant in Eagle Rock California just outside of Los Angeles I've actually eaten at that restaurant post Ooh, oh very uh, interesting very so, interesting because we'll talk about that later it, but is that why you chose this particular episode because that of, is not why I chose it whoa. I think it is maybe one of the best most hilarious produced hours of television that's why I chose it I've watched it so many times I love it I'm so uh, excited but I had to go eat there because I love it so much <laughs> and it, the food was just as bad as I thought it would be that's amazing well this show is a show that I'm a fan of I, I don't mean to sound like an elitist but this will no matter what sound like it because I started on the British version so I, I went s- back and started watching the British version and the British version to me is the, the, the there's a version on Fox now here yes and there's a British version which is also hosted by Gordon Ramsay and they're sort of they're the same exact premise but sort of very different the, yes the fox one is definitely more americanized and much more overproduced so. and all that stuff yeah. but hilarious so funny and then the british one is sort of more about the food and the restaurant and less about the drama and it uh, seems like the british one is actually trying to help people yes <laughs> and this yes. one they find the craziest people possible and uh, put them on tv and which is amazing because also so you've been to and we'll learn about capri and yes. your experience afterwards but I've only I've been to one restaurant beforehand that was on uh, the American version, and it was dare I say a kitchen nightmare. It was terrible when you were there. The guy I, as I just mentioned, I like Italian ices, and in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn, there's a place called Mama Maria. Okay, and it's a pizza place, and then it has a restaurant. But I love their Italian ices, and I went there with my friend Rory, who you may yes. know, you know, and. Uh, we love these ices for like a summer. We'd go there all the time. And I said to him, I was like, I, the owner who was giving the ices, like, I love these ices. I even try to find them when I'm in the city. Cause I assumed that it was like, and, and he's like, these are homemade ices. How come every person that comes here doesn't read the sign that says they're home. And I was just like, 
all right, dude, like, I don't know what your baggage just is. just screaming at he you? He just, like, got super, and uh, I was complimenting amazing. him. Like, he could have just been like, oh, you're mistaken. These right. are homemade. And I would have been like, oh, my God, that's amazing. These are homemade. <laughs> um, and the whole episode that aired in America was about how he was, like, basically <laughs> traumatized because his parents <laughs> died who, oh no they're like or the, he worked there in high school and his parents both died and he took over very young so it's very hard for uh, him so it's like but the place still sucked i mean and did gordon remake it he remade it and uh it doesn't look like it's doing that well most of the places because i looked up most of the restaurants go out of business well what i looked up just now was in the first season in america it was low but it's gotten higher retention rate or success rate for oh it has become a higher i think rate. it has but again I don't think that they – like, I don't know how really much care. they yeah, care. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So um, – And a lot of those restaurants are, like, on the edge of failure, and it's just not enough. I mean, you to have save. to be right to, like, be like, yes, TV show where I know that the, the gimmick is the guy yells at you for But that's what surprised me about the show is how many people seem to have no idea that he's going to come in, hate their food – Tell them the restaurant is terrible before he like remakes it, and that has to be. I don't know if that's the producers being really good or what, but like ninety, the whole thing is usually when Gordon first comes into a bad restaurant and he's come, he comes in to help the restaurant. The first thing he does is order food from them. Absolutely, and I don't think I've ever seen anybody not be confident about their food. Yeah, they always think he's going to love it. He's going to love this. Always hates it. It's always it's so it's so great yeah, and he just and and the whole thing is that you know about the Arizona people right Amy's that, bakery yes Amy's bakery yes which is um and then I'll ask you why why because that's the I'd say that's the uh, landmark episode of this show because it actually became like a news story <laughs> because they went crazy on Facebook this yeah this couple in Phoenix Arizona uh, named I guess Amy and her husband own this place and. It's an incredible episode of the show. It's amazing. She, they're yelling at customers the entire time. They're complete lunatics. They're lunatics. They're literally saying, "Well, we have children. Our cats." Like they, right. yeah. They, there are yeah. things like that. They're obviously insane. They're completely beings. insane. And they scream at everyone. If anyone complains, they scream at them. Their their food. They pretend they make the cakes at their bakery, but they're clearly store bought. And, and and like you can see customers being physically nervous. Like they're yeah. nervous for that they're going to get beaten up at multiple. And points. it's famous because it is the only time Gordon Ramsay ever gave up. That's right. He gives up mid episode and actually leaves and says, "I cannot help them." Ugh. And that is the only time it's ever happened. I just heard he does. He just did a follow up and went back. But I've not seen it yet. How would they? Because they, they had learned they, their lesson. I they no basically idea. had their rant on Facebook that like big, went viral because they're yeah. they again. It's like they know what the show is. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So why Capri? Why is this one so funny and so and so great? So Capri is an Italian restaurant, a very small Italian restaurant. It is owned by two brothers mm-hmm. who I think are twins. Awesome, uh, and they are. Maybe mildly retarded. Okay. That's um, a, a great ingredient in this. And, and Gordon, it's so great, but well, there's just so many amazing moments. <laughs> there's crying. He has them do things that are just so ridiculous. Oh God. It's so good. And they, and they kind of just don't know. They're like little cuddly teddy bears. They haven't, they don't really know. And so you kind of feel bad for them. Oh. But also there's an amazing scene. Almost never do they leave the restaurant in the show. Sometimes Gordon will go talk to other people in the neighborhood yes, about the restaurant, right. but rarely do you see the owners of the restaurant leave. The, and in this one, he takes them to a gym and has them box. And it's so obviously just because of how they look. <laughs> <laughs> and it is hilarious. Does he pose that as like a metaphor? Like you got to yes. keep fighting. You got to fight. Something? You got to be tough. And it is so hilarious. He's literally like holding the pads they're punching up in the air, so they have to punch into the air. It's so humiliating. Oh and my so god! Funny. The, oh it's god. great. It's I love it so so much. What's different between because this show is. I think this show is started the trend of like those makeover. Or maybe not. Maybe it's not. But I feel like right. the current version of those are a lot of like um, 
Bar Rescue. Um, oh, absolutely. Started like, all those. All, those all are all copying things. him. Yeah, they're all copying him. But why? It's just so fun to. I mean, there's he's just, so pretentious. That's what it is. And, and he's and he's totally happy to be pompous. Like yes. he's not yeah. apologetic about and it. And he also has this weird thing where he slaps his hands while he's talking. He like mm-hmm. talks with his hands, but he's always slapping them. And he he just seems like he's on cocaine. He what he what doesn't happen in this the U.S. version that I like in the British version is. Every episode, at least in the first like two or three seasons of the British one, he finds an excuse to take his shirt off. He, like <laughs> he's true. always yes, changing, he always changes clothes. In the American one, he does not do that. That's Which true. is just so. It's not like he doesn't have a great body. Like he, it's not I'm, terrible. It's not te- no, it's not but, terrible. Yeah. But it's like that's definitely his choice that he yes. wants to. He, sh- be he thinks he looks great. Yeah, and but I, I, it's funny too because I, he is pompous. He's an asshole. Like he ta- he's talks a total to him, asshole. But isn't he likable in some way? He is. He's likable mostly because he seems right. Yes, and that's so what he it seems likable for that reason. And then it always ends with like he gives them a new restaurant, and he s- seems like everything's good when he yes. leaves. And then usually the people, even if they're mad at him, have come around. Yes. Sometimes they don't. But usually they do. Or the producers and, are just like, you'll look better if you come around. Right. right. <laughs> they seem like they've come around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's that's why like this particular... I think Ben Rogers is the person who first introduced me to this uh, episode. Yes. Ben Rogers, um, who on this podcast watched um, uh, Shark Tank, Shark which Tank, is another yes. great another reality. Another amazing reality show. I love Shark Tank. I'm I think with it. Curtis Gwynn introduced me to the British version of this like six or seven Kitchen years Nightmares. ago. Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares. And it's called Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. In, in, right. In, right. In, there it is. Um, but his name is, did not carry as much weight here. Did, uh, have you ever been to one of his restaurants in America? Gordon I Ramsay? have. When I moved to LA, I went to one. There's a hotel there called the London. Okay. And he, I can't remember the name of his restaurant is, but uh, I, my wife and I went there and got like the chef's tasting menu, which was not him. He was not there, but and it was like very expensive, but very delicious. So it was a good experience. It was good food. And were you judging it differently because it was grown like? I was like, it better fucking be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way he is on the show, it's like it better be good. But it was. It was like really, really good. That's great. Well, also whenever you're dropping a huge amount of money on food, you're like, God, oh, this, if this isn't good, I'm. It has to blow nice. your mind. If yeah, you're exactly. Have, like spend that much money. Oh, yeah. God. It was not cheap. Um, I was like, well. But I recommend everybody to spend most of their money on restaurants. That's what I. That's all I spend money. Yeah, on. that's the only thing. I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm dressed terribly. You look like shit. <laughs> I look you, like shit. You look terrible. And I. That's what I spend my money on. I spend my money on restaurants and Uncle Luigi ices. <laughs> Just Italian ices. <laughs> and not those homemade ices in Carroll Gardens because that guy yelled at me. <laughs> um, so we're gonna check out um, the twins episode Capri. Capri. Um, and just the idea that they're twins. They look this. like two human meatballs. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they look like. And meatballs figure in very heavily into the Ooh. episode. Ooh. So yeah. that it's, they, it's um, through osmosis. They, because they are meatballs. Either <laughs> they are they, truly meatballs. They, either they've, because of their love of making meatballs, they've become meatballs. Or be, it was inherent they, in I them. I think they are inherent in the meatballs. They even have a thing where they ride into work together in the same car. Oh my and God. they put a camera in the dashboard of their car. So you just see these two meatballs in a car. <laughs> riding into work. Do they it's live amazing. together and sleep together in the same bed? Because that would make it's, me really happy. It def- they definitely seem like they live together, and I wouldn't be surprised if they share a bedroom. And it's yeah, their their life, their personal life. There's a lot of questions that you could ask about what their personal life possibly is. God, I am so excited <laughs> to watch that. Let's check out uh, Kitchen Nightmares Capri. Come on, what pissed you off the most? What is it? Myself. Why? Huh? Because I'm lazy. When was the last time you did something 100%? I can't remember. What are you afraid of? Tell me. Screw it up. Damn it. It's just screwed up. I've done it all my life. I'm a failure. You're not a failure. Yes, I am. You are not. We all make mistakes in life. <laughs> Embrace change. Are you keen to make this business work? Yeah, it's time. I'm ready to move on to make a success out of this. Okay, last ten. Let's go. And again. And again. Come on. Hit it. Stop kissing it. Come on. Come on. And again. Ready to change? Yes. Good man. Yeah. Get the f- out of it. 
All right. We just okay. uh, we just got Kitchen Nightmare'd up. That was amazing. <laughs> the, those two guys, those twins, you describe them as two meatballs, which is Two accurate. human meatballs. I describe them as two fat William Shatners <laughs> or as, like, you know in the movie Twins where... Danny DeVito is like the leftover stuff. Yes. <laughs> they're both, they're the, both, they're the, both leftover. the leftover stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're unbelievable. Their bodies are amazing. Their bodies are insane. They're literally as wide as they are tall. And the show, you're right that it is hilarious that whoever produces this show, they were like, we have a gold mine with this one. We're going to go yes. all the way. Oh, yeah. All they the humiliate way. them beyond. But they also, the number of times they cry. They cry. Uh, well, so much. Jeff, their, their names are Jim and Jeff. Jeff cries, I think, three times in the first 10 to 15 minutes. Yes. And then Jim cries, I think, twice in the second half. Yes, in the second half. And it's sort of more, to me, more uh, fulfilling when I see Jim cried because he held out a little bit longer. He wasn't so quick to cry. He wasn't so quick to cry. So let's give just a basic overview for those who aren't watching yes. of what the the situation is. This is in Eagle... Where is he? How far... Outside? Eagle Rock is on the east side of LA. So if you, uh, if you keep going kind of past um, Silver Lake, mm-hmm. uh, you get into Eagle Rock. And then if you keep going, you hit Pasadena. So it's between like LA and Pasadena. How hip is Eagle Rock? It's it has never been hip, but it's starting to get hip. Oh, we're, it's, it's starting to like now. become hip now. Um, and so these two brothers in of indeterminate age, but we'd say we guessed forty five, mid forties. It seems like yeah, mid, twin brothers, twin brothers who wear matching red polo shirts. Yes, matching aprons, matching, matching tennis shoes, tennis shoes, and matching khaki shorts. Yes, which. Is a good, and they really do look almost identical. I think one of them might be slightly smaller than yeah, the other. Yeah, you can th- kind of tell them apart, but side by side, they almost look the same. You can tell them apart because Jeff is always crying, and Jim's only crying <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> that's right. That's the only difference. <laughs> that's the main difference. If you had to describe what the difference is, so they have this restaurant called the Capri, which they bought because they would go there because they ate there all the time. They ate there all the time, and they like pizza. Yeah. And they thought it'd be cool to own a restaurant because they would get to eat pizza. And it's just more or less like an old school style pizza. Pl- like it's pretty much no frills. It's like a crappy pizza place yeah. where maybe like in New York, you would probably have really good pizza. Yes. But they are probably always had crappy pizza. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, come on. I don't want to bring in this New York LA thing, but New York pizza is better, guys. Oh no, there's no good pizza in LA. Yeah, there's just it's, it's just. I mean, you can have okay pizza, but nothing, nothing like nothing like New York. The, it's the I don't know what it is. It's just better here, guys. Yeah, it's just better. But these two guys have the shop, and when Ramsey comes in, as he always does, he asks for his meal. He asks for a meal, and what you pointed out, which I thought was really pr- probably true, is that you said that the producers probably haven't picked. The hardest things to. Cook. I think the hardest things, or they know the grossest things on the menu. They know the failure. Well, because they've like, probably ate, eaten there. Right? Yeah, the producers I think have probably eaten there a couple of times, so they know. Because any on every episode, he he'll order stuff that it's like he orders first of all a ton, but it's always stuff that like literally looks like garbage. Yeah, he ordered one of the things he ordered was a colossal pizza, which had every topping except for sardines, and he got the extra large. And it's like it's just him. Why is he ordering an extra large That's colossal just, pizza? As me as sort of OCD about this type of thing that's there's gonna be a lot of leftovers that's just a so lot many of, leftovers that's just, he always has leftovers and that's come on and it's garbage it's garbage like, it's literally garbage and anytime he's on the show if he's if they have a crab cake he will order the crab cake oh yeah and he will say that it's disgusting now is that because that's easy to mess up I, I think everyone messes up crab cakes yeah I actually don't like them so I don't ever eat them but yeah I don't know what would make a good crab cake but he apparently knows I read um some of what's his name uh the big chef that has the cnn shows now anthony bourdain anthony bourdain yeah he had a book called kitchen something confidential or, uh, confidential yes it's a great great book uh, but he mentioned something that made me never order something again so i i liked eggs florentine and uh-huh. he said that the what's the sauce called on to hollandaise on? hollandaise that like ninety five percent of restaurants get it wrong, and it's like it's like a bacteria bath more or less. <laughs> and I was like, ugh, like now it's one of those things that you know when you read something or somebody says something <clears throat> in a certain way that it never gets yeah. out of your head. And now hopefully I, I passed that. You, on. I think he also says don't eat seafood on Monday. Monday I think is the bad day. That's the or bad something. day to have seafood. And he also said never 
go to like half off sushi, right? <laughs> like the, right. Which is, I guess, pretty obvious. And if it's the, and if it's a seafood special with a sauce, that don't eat it. That just means they're, they're covering, covering up. up the bad fish. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. There's so, a lot of good tips in them. He also yeah. says never go to brunch. Why? Oh, because because uh, you're just paying a lot of money. The chef's not there. You're not getting anything good. But, but listen, it's first of all, it's brunch. convenient and it's yeah. brunch, guys. It's brunch. And listen, that was written probably. 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. I'd say brunch is a whole new ballpark now. <laughs> brunch has changed. Brunch is... After 9-11, brunch changed. That was... I mean, I don't want to say that's what it was all about, but... It kind of was. It kind of was. They hate us for our brunch. Yeah. I mean, I would too. <laughs> it's pretty annoying. <laughs> well, if you're an outsider looking in <laughs> at brunch... you're a terrorist and you're watching us brunch... If you're... Like, if knock you're those buildings down. Raised from eight, like toddler age watching Americans eat brunch... You're just seeing all the time movies with us brunching, oh, you know? Oh. Video of us brunching. It, may, it must make you feel insane in your cave. Yeah. Because you yeah. can't have brunch. You can't have brunch in a cave. You can't have cave brunch. Um, but the... <laughs> but these uh these two brothers the other thing that he orders is he orders uh, meatballs and then a chicken dish and a chicken dish the meatballs are pre-cooked from uh they're from a company yes they're frozen they get them frozen and the chicken also has been frozen but i assume well it looked like later it's from a company it's just yes. like a plastic bag of chicken it does make me wonder like how often I've gone to. I mean, it must happen all the time. That's pre-bought stuff. Like I wouldn't say. That I think a lot of. If you go to any diner, you're getting just frozen yes, stuff. Yes. But I think also any chain restaurant. Yes. Like Applebee's, Chili's, like any of that stuff. It's just frozen stuff. Yeah, but I wonder how many. Uh, I'd say normal I mean, diners are very specific fast food. I wonder how often these other places oh, try to pass it off. Not a lot. Yeah, it has to be right. It's like so hard to like make stuff. Well, what their excuse is always on because it's on this show. Very often it's frozen stuff, and their yeah. thing is. It's too expensive to get fresh stuff, and we don't want stuff to rot, which, I right. mean, is a pretty good argument if you're yeah. not a, a, a restaurant that has a lot of foot travel. You know, Which is why I think he usually, when he goes on the show, he makes their menu smaller. Yes. That's a big thing he does, because it's like, you have too much crap on your menu, so yeah. they, yeah, because that's why they're frozen stuff. You just offer too much. They yeah. offer too much shit. Yeah. Um, so he orders that food. It's all terrible. The it's all terrible. The, the chicken, chicken is maybe bad. The maybe bad. Although I don't always, often believe him when he's like, "This is this is turning." It's like, is is it turning, or is he just has to say something? Yeah, and also, yeah, I that could be true. So, and the, that's the one thing about what I've heard people when they um, sort of uh, talk bad about food shows or cooking shows is like, as an audience member, you can't eat it. You know what I mean? Like you can't yeah, really ever. You don't know. really know. Which is, but it my is. thing also with all cooking shows is that it seems it's so much easier to cook when all your spices and stuff are pre measured and in tiny bowls, right? And they're always it's just like yeah, if I had someone who laid out all the ingredients in tiny bowls and I was just throwing them together, that would, I could cook all the time. So, but, so you're saying if right now I give you all the ingredients pre sized, everything's pre sized, and I just Actually, have to throw does, it together, it's yeah, like that, I could make it look really easy. Yeah, that's true. But instead, I'm like looking through my cabinet trying to find all the crap, and I don't have. Like, that's it's just, your fault. That's true. That is my fault. That's poor I need planning. A, I yeah, I need a, a spice rack that spins. Oh man, that's one of my dreams is to have enough cabin space to have a spice rack. Wouldn't that it turns. be great? I mean, especially <laughs> living in New York, it's like the idea of having a kitchen with all the things that you need oh. to actually cook food and yeah. like room is just so. That's appealing. a dream that will never be. It will achieved. never happen. Like yeah. I, you, you live in Los Angeles now. Do you have a dishwasher? I do have a dishwasher. That's like yeah. That's... In LA, you get to get a dishwasher and a garbage disposal. Oh. Those are luxuries that you get in LA. That's just, washer dryer. I have that now. That's enough. Yeah, that's, that's enough. enough to get but I don't have enough counter space to have all the things I would want in my kitchen. All the fixings, the yeah. spinning. The I don't have all those thing. things. Um, and do you got? Do you cook a lot? Uh, no, yeah, I do actually. Pretty much. That's I good. would say I like. I can make things. I can't like. I'm like a chef where I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be good. I was watching the show the other day, The Chew. Yes, I've seen The Chew. Which is a ridiculous television <laughs> Which program. I didn't realize until later is named after The View. Yes, it's the named after The View, but it's about food. Yeah. Uh, it is a ridiculous television program. Yes. Um, but like one day they had a challenge where they gave him stuff you would buy at a fast food drive through and he had to make, one of the chefs had to make something good, and he like pours Coke and, and is reducing it, and he's mixing in ketchup. And in my mind, I'm like ketchup and Coke together makes would be just vomit stew. That's gross, like yeah. it would be terrible. But and I assume he made something good out of it. 
but I did, couldn't taste it because it was on TV. But that is impressive to me when people could be like, let's see what we have and let's And make then just something. make something. That's I think that's amazing. Am- that's yeah. great. Yeah. And I, I do not have that ability. God, I wish all. I did. And neither do Jim and Jeffrey. No, or they do not. Tweedledee or, and Tweedledum <laughs> as they – and I realize also that they – I think Tweedle Jeff and Tweedle Jim. They, they, one of the producers must have been like, Jim, wear a hat for some of the episodes so we can – So we know the difference. Yeah, so we – because he's – for like half of the episode, he's he is wearing a he hat. He does put on a hat midway through. And so when, when – uh, uh, Gordon goes into the kitchen as he does and tells them what was wrong with the food. Oh, we skipped over that their restaurant is filthy. Oh, it's oh yeah yeah yeah. It's the restaurant dis- is disgustingly filthy. There's dust everywhere on all the things. Oh, he asks he asks the waitress. He's like, you know, how they've like dried pasta in the in like jars in some places. She's like, how old is this? And she just estimates right away. She goes, twenty years. Yeah, she how long has this been here? Twenty, 20 years. Twenty years. Probably. Pasta's been in a jar for twenty years. <laughs> and then there's just. Like a ton of gum under every under, table is coated in gum, which is which is disgusting. That is disgusting. You would think that would be. I, although I don't get dust on your. All you have to do is wipe off the the lighting things. I don't know why there's so much dust. It's so it's really really gross. I will say this though, now, at the UCB Theater in New York, which yeah. you used to be the artistic director, I was. Of, there true. was a wall of gum in the backstage, yes. which I I never even thought. I never Twice thought. I never thought about it either. Twice, I never even made a thought about it. Yeah. But just, but as recently. artistic director, it was my job to get that gum off. And and, and where were did. you? I never did it. And I know? want you to cry <laughs> right now. Failure. But they just. Do you know I'm that they, they know. just took it off? You bring in a new artistic associate, and and she makes that gum go away, and that gum yeah. is gone. It's gone. And I'm going to say this. I want that gum back. I kind of miss the gum. <laughs> I, I, miss I the liked gum. the character of like graffiti and gum on the back wall. It's because it is disgusting. And it is. Here's, it this should is be. My argument is that theater, no matter what you do, it's <laughs> fucking disgusting. It's going to be disgusting. It's gross. So like, let's embrace it. Let's have gum on the wall. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I agree. I but agree. At, a, at a restaurant, I understand that. Yeah. Is, no one's, is f- if you're eating at the UCB theater, that's your problem. That's your problem. Yeah. And you've I've done it. You've oh, done so it. many times, it's, and you're taking a life into but your it's own disgusting. Hands. You yeah. know it's going to be disgusting. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're you're you just deem yourself disgusting when you walk into that yeah. place. But it is different if you go into a restaurant and two giantly fat twins are serving <laughs> you. Have you ever been at a restaurant where you're like, "This is I can't I can't eat here." That they're like an experience where it's literally been too. I don't that know if I've back. ever. I've definitely been in, in restaurants where I'm like, this is kind of disgusting. Yeah. But I don't know if I've ever like walked out. I don't think I've ever. I've waited super long, and then once I was at a bar uh, in the city, and I took a bite of like a wrap, and there was a huge, just gigantic hair in it, and I was like, oh. But yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna say. I just. Like, you didn't say anything? I was just like, I don't even want to deal with it. I was just like, I'm not eating it. I'm just done. And like, right. I, it's not a bar that I'd like want to get. You know, it's one of those sort of you like. You want to get into a fight. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just like, eh, do I really want to I have to found it? a hair in my food and just kind of stopped eating yeah. it. And yeah. And like, okay, I'm going to leave and never come back. But yeah. I've never been like this. I did one time. We waited a long time. It had not been served. And it was just like, okay, forget it. And we yeah. just walked out. But. And I think we had ordered drinks and just didn't pay. We just left. That and that's fair game. Yeah, because they were like, "You have to pay for your drinks," and I was like, "We don't." No, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I was like, "We really don't." Yeah, we've been waiting an hour. We're we're leaving. That's that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, I think Meryl's coming in the door. Nice, my wife. Um, so oh, so when Gordon does go into the the kitchen and he talks to them, th- Jeff. The twin immediately starts crying. Immediately crying because it's he's frustrated because it's not working. But it's what I was saying is like, <laughs> and he punches the air a lot. He too, punches the air, but their bodies. Like I wish you could. Like I don't know who, what, like. I don't think you see it that often, that type of body in media. No. I'm trying to like relate it to something. There's nothing quite <laughs> well, like Well, they both have like very – their heads are incredibly round. Yes, the, and their necks are like the width of their heads. Yes, so it looks like just a head sitting on – Another, it's like snowmen, kind of. Yes. I mean, it's like or two like yeast rolls or something. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> stacked on top of each other. It's smaller meatballs. It's, like, on top. it's like a meatball. It snowman. really look like meatballs. And but meatball snowmen. How often do you see a grown man cry? 
openly. Like, openly. And the other thing is he's almost not even trying to stop crying. Usually when you That's see a grown man is. cry, he's trying to hold it back. That's what it is. It's that he, in no point of it, does he turn away from camera? Does he, like, say, like, he could be like, let's stop this interview for a minute. Yeah. They never do that. No, he just cries. Which makes me respect. And he squints and, and they cries. Squint, like, and they hey. talk. They always talk through it, too. <laughs> talk. Because I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I'm, a failure. I'm trying so hard. I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm so lazy. And my, fa- uh. my favorite cry, I don't know about yours, but mine was when <clears throat> that night he forces them to clean the kitchen by themselves. Yes. And Jim, who hasn't cried yet, who sort of holds out, he um, cries while cleaning, and he's saying he's cleaning like a like the rack from like a refrigerator, like the metal yeah. thing. He's like, it's getting dirtier when I clean it. I can't. And then I don't the, even know what that means. That doesn't make. Any I don't know sense. how it's getting dirtier when he's cleaning it. It's getting dirtier and then jeff's like um why don't you take a break why don't you take, like no because i'm lazy i can't like oh. he literally says i'm lazy oh i can't oh god it's so good it really it's so good really makes me want to see what their home lives because they sometimes they'll like you do see them at home for a second at their kitchen table Oh, right. That's true. That's Looking true. at bills because they're behind on their bills. And you see them trying to open an envelope with his huge fat finger and he can't get it to go through the envelope. I just want to know like what their childhood was like because it – Yeah, because they are clearly 45-year-old men who have probably never had a relationship. They yeah. live with each other. I guess they make out with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do imagine they're in the same bedroom with twin beds. Yes, they are. Because there's no way they're sharing a bed. And they say goodnight and they turn off <laughs> their lights at the same exact time. Um, yeah, they're just... And then they say goodnight and they say each other's wrong name. <laughs> and they well, laugh. <laughs> that, I forgot, we forgot to mention that when they first are introduced to Gordon Ramsay, they like play a twin trick on them. Yeah. Which is so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. And they pretty much the whole time. I'm Jeff. He's Jim. Yeah. Like that's the the game they play. Oh. And I bet they do it alone. God. I bet Jeff says good night, Jeff. And it's to like, Jim. And then Jim goes, I'm Jim. That's like You're when Jeff. you say to like somebody like whose name <laughs> is like. Like like Anthony, I'd be like like Anthony Soprano, and you're like I'm. I've been hearing that my whole life. Yeah. Like with twins, they must be like. How are they not over it? How are they not like done with the? Yeah, idea at forty five years old, they still think it's funny. They're just yucking uh, it up. God, so, it's so bad. They're so great. So, but I bet they don't have any interaction with any human beings outside the customers at their restaurant. Yes, which there are very few. Because when they say why they... Because also we skipped over, the restaurant is only open Wednesday through uh, Sunday. But only for dinner. And only for dinner. So they open, they're open. they open from 4 to like 11 or something. Probably 11, and they're not open Mondays and Tuesdays at all. So they're, as Gordon pointed out, mostly closed. They're mostly closed. They're mostly closed. Mostly closed. And what they say they're doing is sitting on the computer. Sitting on the computer or watching TV. Yeah, which means I'm assuming... I don't know what they're doing on the computer. I'm assuming there's a lot of porn involved. I have to guess that. There has to be a lot of... So they're in the same house jerking off <laughs> at the same time most of the time. Most of the time That's what they do with their off. time. God, that's so depressing. <laughs> I want a TV show that's their home life. It would be so amazing. Um, I really want to. I mean, we'll we'll talk more about it. I do want to hear. I need to hear about your experience when you went to the okay, Capri so, restaurant. Yes, so I went. We went to Capri when we first moved to Los Angeles, and they were both there. They were standing. They, they were uh, one of them was sitting at a table of customers who clearly were trying to have a conversation. He was making jokes. Oh my god! So they haven't changed a bit. Right. Uh, it does look like the new Capri. So they remade still. it and they updated it, and it looks better yeah. slightly. It looks slightly better. Um, but we ordered the meatballs, uh-huh. and the meatballs weren't bad. That's um, it was like a meatball like slider, I guess you call it, or whatever that we had that was not bad. The pizza was disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was the same. like It was kind of the pizza you saw when he first got there. I don't think the pizza changed. The uh, bodega pizza? Yeah. The, <laughs> what was it called? The, the colossal. colossal. I don't know why pizza. I switched the word. <laughs> I guess bodega is probably more appropriate. Yeah. It was really gross. It was like – and it was like – we're take two bites of this and we're not going to eat anymore. Uh, uh, and the lasagna was really, really gross. It was uh, like nasty. Like I thought I was like, well, there's no way they're going to keep making the food like this. Like 
I don't even think that grill or that uh, baked chicken that he that they showed was even on the menu anymore. Right. They clearly just immediately stopped uh, doing that. But the the other food was like, oh man, this is like bad. It's not even like oh, it's mediocre. It's like oh no, this is bad. It's just bad food. It's just bad food, except for the meatball, which was clearly like the one thing they were still doing. Because from that's when he probably was there. that's like what they're known for. Yeah, because he stands on the street screaming. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> Not only so he forces them to do he forces them to do the boxing which the boxing, is which we talked about but it is it's insane and it's yeah. brilliant that they they're like what could we have them do that would They're look- punching into the sky above their heads at these mitts that Gordon Ramsay's holding and he's making them say like affirmations basically Affirm- and then he goes okay you're going to have a minute where no headshots but you are going <laughs> to no punch each shots. other and tell each other while you're punching each other what you're going to do to make the restaurant better. So they're punching each other and they're like, we got to work together. <laughs> it's like, and they've obviously haven't worked out in like 20 years. So oh, they're, they're <clears> both sweating, sweating and pour like breathing so hard. And their arms are like so short and like stubby. It's just, yeah. Ha- That's I mean, what I mean. Some genius producer looked at them and went, their arms are so short. They have to, we box. have to box. They have to, they have to box. And I said, so it is unprecedented because I've seen them go to the people's home before to right. have like a conversation, but I've never seen them do something like that where they take them to a gym and put them through an exercise like that. I think I saw I saw one British episode where they while the workers who were the problem were cleaning and making the restaurant better, they sent the owner who was, you know, a saint or whatever to get her hair done. Okay. So that's right. but that's not even that's, that's not, not the same. Not this. even close. This was so humiliating. And then they capped it off when he makes meatballs and she teaches them how to make meatballs. He makes one of them. I don't even know if it's Jim or Jeff. I don't know which one it is. I'm assuming it's Jeff because he's more of the like we like wimpy one. Right. Uh Make him go out on the street and scream, we have homemade meatballs at traffic. To no one. <laughs> to in no part- one. To, to literally. There's no one going by. It's just cars. It's not foot traffic, so he's just yelling at cars, we have homemade meatballs. And they <laughs> shot it from the angle of on the sidewalk, and then they went up st- like on the roof and looked down at him. So you know they made him do it like 50 times. So many times. He, uh, and he uh, just screamed. It's so humiliating. It's God. so sad. I, I, and Gordon Ramsay must have just had so much fun with it. Because at the end of the episode... <laughs> Like when he when he leaves them, he's just laughing at them the entire. He's time. literally laughing. He's like, "You, I know this is going to do well because people love pizza and a show." Yeah, he's just like, "You guys are ridiculous." They are they're like a they're like they're like a retarded comedy act. Or it, something. It's, it's like, so it's like you're laughing and it's sad, but it's just funny. <laughs> like it's just there's some things that just look funny and it doesn't like it doesn't matter yeah. that if it's wrong. When they not. first start crying, it's like, "Oh no, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, is really yeah, bad." Yeah. And then they cry so much and they cry so in such hilarious ways that you just have to start laughing because it's just so pathetic. <laughs> it's so pathetic. It's really, really, really pathetic. And behind it, they're playing like, do, 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 boom. It's so great. And then the first time Gordon comes in, the song that I was playing was, boom. And then one of their heads popped out. Because I think he was like hiding from him or something. Oh, God, oh, so good, so good. And so for the for the uh, <laughs> after they clean it, after they box, and then they present the new restaurant. Uh, which we, I mean, I, we sort of talk about while we we're watching, but like when they redo the restaurant, they don't have a huge budget or something. Clearly, it's, they don't because it looks like they've done the like I don't know the. Fast, quick, cheap way to make something. It look. looks very cookie cutter. Yes. I mean, I guess they. I don't know if they really do it in one night or not. I don't know if that's just like a trick. On the I feel show, like they probably. Do. I mean, it doesn't it look seems like so fast. They don't do anything structurally. They just take right. all the bad stuff out and then put plaster new stuff over. Yeah, it. and put like yeah, they put this like gross wood and like. like I cheap. mean, it looks fine, but it looks like like a I don't know, like a college cafeteria. Yes, or something. exactly. Like, yeah, it it's not look. really. Imp- Impress. Listen, I've got a high caliber of the type of restaurant I'm going to go to, <laughs> and if it looks like a college cafeteria, I'm not going in there. You're never going to go there. Um, and then the they have the um, the meal where they uh, it's like they reopen. The oh yeah, they t- they <laughs> taste, taste all the new menu. Although we skipped over, we have to talk about the cackling pizza chef. Oh yeah. <clears throat> For some reason, they have a separate guy who just makes pizzas. And right. he looks like Wario. 
Yes, he does like, look like And he Mark. kind of like has like an evil man mustache, like old-fashioned twirly mustache. If I'm not mistaken, his name is like, oh, Darian. Darian. It even name. sounds sort of evil. It does sound evil. And they and he's really only in one scene. There's like one little monologue where he is cackling at like, they're finally going to get theirs. Yes. <laughs> and then he's like cackles to the camera. It's so crazy. And it's weird because to me, but the British, I, I think they probably do similar stuff in the American version, but in the British version, when they have someone like Darian or something, they'll incorporate them or they'll be like, you know what? Darian's the real chef here. Like we didn't right. even realize, but he's the real talent. And then they'll sort of like have him step up. But here they just leave everything to the two bumbling idiots. Like, yeah, I mean, they're the gold mine, I guess. And he, but it's weird because he has that moment and you think like, oh God, does he hate them? Is right. he the smart one? And he's like, they're There's the something dummies. something else there, but they don't really expect. And they, they, just... they never, you see him handing off pizzas, but otherwise you never see him again. Yes. Really. And so it's like, I don't know if he just turned out to, oh, that was the only thing he did that was interesting or, or, or what, but he is truly evil in that moment. Hey man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know, though. If you're watching these two bumbling <laughs> idiots for, like, ten years, you're working for them, and you're like, finally, like, so the other people get Maybe to it's see. just glee. It's just yeah, you're, he's just like, so please. happy that America... He's, like, he posts it immediately on Facebook, like, guess what, everybody? You can see it, what I've been talking about for ten years. <laughs> His friends have never on, believed him. It's on TV now. It is like they're working with cartoon characters. I mean, they seem... They're yeah. like Barney Rubbles. It's like dude, that's another thing. Like, yes, like two yeah. Barney they, Rubbles. They're two overweight Barney Rubbles. Overweight Barney Rubbles. <laughs> they are so so silly looking. And when they try the, the, they like one of them is like handed the new menu and they show them the new food and he just starts. He's like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "It's just." It's so good. It's like, too amazing. It's so amazing. It's amazing. And he's crying. And he's it's like, too amazing. How? <laughs> I, there's nothing wrong with crying. There's no, nothing wrong with no. crying. It's just how it's a lot of crying. It's though. a lot of crying, and at every turn, happiness, unashamed. sadness, doesn't matter. He's crying. God, I cry. I'm always ashamed. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a lesson there that we shouldn't be ashamed. Maybe I should be crying more openly because I like I'll tear up sometimes, but I don't often just like full on full on ball full on ball. I'd say even I'd say most human beings. I'm going to go out on a limb sure. on this. When they cry, immediately start to try to suppress it. Yes, yes. I'd say that that's unless probably... you're in a truly emotional thing, like someone died. Yes, or like something like that is an emotional time where it's like you got to let it out. Most adults, most adults will suppress it in yes, some way. Try Not to say to that they're gonna it. or go into private. Yes, and let it out. But they do neither. No, and they're... that is. Out there in the open. It's just a trait that I, most people don't There's have. There's one moment where he's literally openly crying in the middle of the kitchen, and Gordon Ramsay takes him into a back alley because he's like, get it he's together. Ashamed. Yeah, he's he, ashamed of it. Yeah, he takes him outside where there's a hidden It's like, what is wrong with you? Why are you crying? He's and like, he keeps saying, I'm a failure. I'm a failure. And he's like punching his arms into the air. God, uh, I love these human I beings. I do love, though, the concern... In Gordon's voice, both in that scene and in the boxing scene, when he's crying and saying he's a failure, Gordon's like, "No, you're not. You're not." And it seems like true compassion. Of well, like, that's the thing. Oh my god, I'm watching a man fall apart in front of me. He is an asshole, but he—you said it before—he does. He says what's true. Yeah, and he doesn't. He's not malicious to people. Like he. No, you, he there's times where he seems like okay. He figured out how to get at them, and he'll keep poking. Yes, but it is. Yeah, ultimately, I think he does want to help i don't know or he may just yeah. want to make money i don't may, know he probably just <laughs> make money on the tv show but at the same time like he'll treat assholes like assholes he'll be assholes yes. to real people but usually to help them and when those people are feeling down he does try to help them out it is yeah. true he will if someone's coming at him he will be an asshole back much worse than they are yes but if they are crumbling he usually won't continue to to berate them. I just remember that he at one point called one of them, I think he called Jim a wet noodle <laughs> while when he was yelling at him, yeah. which is a great And he also there. was uh was calling him a baby at one point and said, Do you have PP is it PP and caca time? Said, is yeah, that what is he it, said? Is it he said is it poo-poo caca time? Poo -poo caca time. <laughs> which is unreal to hear a grown man saying is it poo poo caca time? Poo poo caca. That was I have so... not heard the term caca in a long time. Is that Spanish? 
Um, I don't know why I, think I believe that. it comes from. I just remembered, but as you said that, that we were in seventh grade Spanish class. Our teacher did an exercise where he said, actually, a pretty good exercise where he'd be like, um, "You start and say a letter, and then the next person will say another letter, and then the next person will say another letter, and you're trying to build a Spanish word." Okay. Um, and it was C A C A, and I did. I, I, it was C-A-C, and I did A, and I said caca, and he said, that's not a real word. Oh, he said it wasn't. I got the laugh, though, so okay, that's yeah. all. Listen, that's what all. What word does start C-A-C in Spanish? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there is one. Ca- ca- what I remember from uh, taking Spanish in high school is that in Spanish, or to Spanish people, Spanish-speaking people, uh, a rooster says Kiki Riki. Oh yeah, Kiki Riki. That's and right. That always stuck with me for some reason. I also Instead like of the, cock-a-doodle-doo, it says uh, Kiki Riki. Kiki Riki. <laughs> I also like uh, La Pupa Pitre. I believe that's pencil sharpener. Oh La really? Pupa La Pupa, Pupa, Pupa Pitre. Pupa Pitre. And I think wrestling has a funny word too, isn't it? Like oh, lucha. Uh, I oh yeah, La, luchador. La lucha libre. La lucha libre. Yes, yes. Those yes. are gr- those are good words. Those are. Good. I'm just gonna throw it. Kiki Riki. Kiki Riki. Uh, Pupu Pitre. Kiki Riki. Kiki Riki. Yes. Kiki Riki, Pupu Pitre, and La Lucha Libre. Those are just great. Those are the Spanish lessons. That's for today. literally all I remember from. Yeah, I don't remember much more from Espanol. We also I remember we watched a movie that was all just this man going "Me gusta," and so that really stuck with me. It's "Me gusta" just means technically means is pleasing to me, mm. but it, people it just means I like. I like. So you'll go like "Me gusta pizza," but. The guy just keeps going, me gusta. Me gusta. So I that actually, stuck with me. The very first lesson we learned in Spanish class was a song, and I remember it. And it goes, um, oh, shoot. It's like, um, isn't shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I can't remember it, but it's oh, about no. colors, and it's about the color of a bird. And it's a beautiful song. Oh. And, and I, 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 wish I, I, could, wish I, I wish I could it. bring it out. Everybody's just <laughs> dying on now. The, on the edge of their seats. Uh-huh. I have to mention this because we're watching a show about food that today I had an amazing food experience. What was that? That there's this documentary that I've seen called um, I Hate Kill or I Love Killing. I Like Killing Flies. Yes. About Shopsons. Yes. It's amazing. That documentary is amazing. It's about this guy who owns a, a diner in the Lower East Side and he's owned it probably since the 80s or the something. The current location, if it still exists, is not the location that the documentary is about. No, it's not about that location. Right. It's about this one location. He's moved to this mall or something. He's, and then he moves to a different location in the movie, but now it's not even there. Oh, it's not there. Now anymore. it's a tiny, tiny spot in. That market on Delancey Street, that indoor yes, market, like right. in Delancey Street. Yeah, and I went with my friend Henry Zabrowski, and we sort of just stumbled on it because we we're going to go somewhere else, and there was a long line, and we looked up, and sh- we're like, "Shops and oh, that's that place." The pancakes were the most insane pancakes I've ever had. They were in so what way? Good. He- Henry ordered mac and cheese pancakes. That's a thing. I had pastrami. Swiss cheese and horseradish pancakes. They were what? so good. I am not even. Are they sweet pancakes? They weren't sweet, but I had syrup on them, and they were, I say, off the chain. They were the that best. Sounds pan- crazy. The now, best, and with coleslaw in them. And is it just a huge menu, or it's a small menu? It's a crazy. Pa- it's like a little bit long. It's like a eleven by seventeen paper or whatever. The not eight and a half by eleven. The next size. And the type is so small. It has so many things on it. Wow. And the pancake section that has the crazy pancakes is called slutty pancakes. <laughs> and they had crazy, like, ones with short ribs in them, ones with, like, uh, like pumpkins and, like, it, cr- just the craziest stuff Whoa. in the world. I mean, I had a pastrami pancake. And was the dude there? The guy was there. Okay, he was, I think he's the only person who cooks. He, he, I think his son is there. Okay, okay. And his son was cooking. And I was like, oh, his sons took took over because the older guy who the documentary is about. And it's a worthwhile documentary. It is good. really good. He's known for being like 
very particular. He'll kick people out of his restaurant if he doesn't like. He's sort of like a philosopher. They, like he's yeah. got his own philosophy. If you like ask for any substitution or anything, he's, he's like a little. I was Nazi-ish. a little worried worried because I asked for the pancakes and just a side of two eggs, and I was like, "Is that okay?" I don't know, but they were totally fine with it. Um, but he was in one of those like rascal scooter seats, so I was like, "Oh, uh, maybe he's not cooking because he was outside talking to one of the customers." But he got up and he was cooking. Oh. And so he's uh, still doing okay. Yeah, and I highly, it's definitely worth watching. It's on Netflix. It's, it's on really Netflix good. Instant, and I would recommend going to it. Like they were the best. I might go try to check it out while I'm here. It's so worth it. That sounds and insane. We were we were going to go to this other place, and the line was insane with tourists at this other place on a Thursday at like eleven. You know, oh, and weird. Then I was like, oh, so maybe this place will be tourists. Like, but nobody was. I mean, there were people there, but it wasn't like uh, a scene. It right. was just this interesting little nook. That was I would so... like to try that out because I never ate there when I lived here. Yeah, it's totally. I don't think I even knew about it. Yeah, because that... I wasn't never. I didn't spend a lot of time on the Lower East Side, so I didn't know. You're you're sort of a Lower East Side. You you don't like it. No, I think like I think rent is a fiction. Right. Uh, I was not a fan. You don't like the play rent, and you don't like rent either. I don't like rent. either of them. I don't like anything involving rent. I think the art scene in New York is all bullshit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it always was bullshit. Yeah, man. Punk never happened, you know. Whoa, I was wow. in London. Uh, you know, CBGB's was a yogurt shop, you know what I mean? I don't, but <laughs> I, that sounds awesome that you said that. Man, that sounds like a t-shirt. <laughs> CBGB's was a yogurt shop. Um, that was TCBY, the country's best oh, yogurt. Oh, right, right, right. That was um, TCBY. But, but close yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the, the I saw the TCBYs man They took a shit on stage It was amazing They were really good GG so Allen good. and the TCBYs yeah. So good Do you know who There's a, a, a short documentary About the punk rock uh, uh, Superstar Not a superstar <laughs> Nobody really Knows that much But GG Allen That was It's like a documentary Sort of towards the end of his life And it was directed by I forget his name The guy who directed The Hangover movies Really? Um, Todd Phillips? Todd Phillips in the 80s did a documentary about G.G. Allen. Really weird. The only thing I really know about G.G. Allen is that he would take shits on stage. He would take shits on stage. Yeah. Yep. Which, you know, doesn't make me want to see him in concert. It doesn't make you not want to see him. No, I I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would watch that, I guess, once. But I talked to somebody uh, on the show. Didn't Todd Phillips also make a famous documentary about fraternities? Did he? And a lot of it was faked. It was about, like, frat hazing. Oh, no. I don't know And I think he faked a lot of it or something Whoa. I'm spouting rumors that may or may not be true. That's libel, man. If that's not true, Todd, if you're listening to this, you know, Todd, you're just a yogurt shop. <laughs> Todd Phillips is a yogurt shop, <laughs> man. That's <laughs> the best insult, man. He's just a yogurt shop. He's a yogurt shop. Um, he just makes yogurt. <laughs> um, so in the in the episode that we watched with Jim and Jeff, they I guess they sort of end up. They, when they have their dinner service with their new restaurant, the new menu, yeah, they they're failing. But it, always on the show, it seems to be going well. Then there's a rush and it does badly, and then magically it's all okay. It all, it's and all it's okay. never to me the one of the things that's not satisfying about Kitchen Nightmares is when they say it's not going well. You don't ever see what changed to suddenly make it go well. Make, yes, which makes me think. That never really happened. Well, in this one, it was like they, he has a talk outside. He's like, get it together, get it together. Then it starts going. But the well. advice is just get it together, and then somehow they do. That's why I do I do enjoy this. This version is like the fun American stupid version, and the yes. British one is like you see sort of how a restaurant actually works. Right. And you ha- you learn sort of about this the way a service works or – and. Maybe actually how to run a business a little bit, like yeah, if, it's much more educational the British one. Yes, which and I'm all about. And it's also he'll do things like, oh, in this neighborhood, there's a lot of this kind of restaurant. Yeah. So this like it's kind of that interesting thing of like he'll go canvas and see what the competition is and yes. that kind of stuff. That does not happen in the American. Yeah, version. it's just it's always it's just, just you're an insane person. It's just pedal to the metal. Yeah, yeah. Now I will ask you this question about this episode. In the episode. He says, uh, Jim tries to help by making chicken by defrosting it, and he defrosts it on a, steam on a steamer. Did you yeah. know that that was wrong? I did know that you are not supposed to defrost anything in hot water. Okay. You're supposed to defrost either in cold water or just in the air. So now, I, did what know, about- I didn't know it would make you sick. I thought it would just like made the food not good. Right. 
So I don't know about that, but I do know you are not supposed what about to defrost with the hot water. defrost. I know that mostly from breast milk because that's the same thing. Oh. Breast milk you're supposed to defrost only with cold water or in the air. But what what about with food, not breast milk? What about the defrost button on a microwave? I would guess Gordon Ramsay would tell you that's disgusting. That's gross. Because <laughs> you're kind of cooking it. Right. You know, it does come out looking kind of like that chicken did. Where yeah. It's like some of it's cooked and some of it's raw, which for me, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. That if seems home, like if you're at home and you're doing that, it's like because you're making the quick version of something. Yeah. You're you just trying have, to make something. Just, but I guess if I went to a restaurant, I would not want them to be doing sure, that. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Well, I just stopped. Do you, you know Hanko's, the uh, Vietnamese? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sandwich place. They microwave their meats and their chicken really and i just went there and i was like this it just tastes too rubbery i'm not coming back here anymore. that's what subway does yeah and that's why their chicken does taste like rubber that would make that makes me sad that honkos is doing it yeah i'm sorry guys so that's the truth and honkos if you're listening to this honko, you know john stop. honko <laughs> john honko john and denise to- honko stop Guys, Sai, stop. stop microwaving that meat. I went to, and when I was in LA, I went to a they, subway. They hang out with Todd Phillips all the yeah, time. They do. They're they're just, you're just a yogurt shop. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a subway, and the guy was, it, it was so slow. It was so, so slow. And the guy looked me in the eyes. He said, Do you want this toasted? I said, No. He was looking at me. He goes, Okay. And they put it in the toaster. <laughs> But it wasn't like a fuck you. It was just like, I don't know if his brain wasn't on or what, but we had the full conversation and he just did what, what I did said. What did you do? I was just like, all right. Like, I you just, just took let, it. I just let it. T- like, what am I going to say? I mean, I was like, I guess I'm very passive. I think it it's so to- fascinating that Subway had to start toasting because Quiznos. Quiznos did it. Like, their whole thing was we toast. But it's. And I'm like, why? Who cares? That doesn't matter. Why does anyone care? But then apparently everyone did because Subway had to start toasting. I think that's just a perception thing. I don't think anybody really cares because what I like, what you like about whole thing, the bread is, I say, not. I don't know if it's fresh, but it feels. You watch it bake there in the store. Yeah, it's it's whatever that chemical dough is that they have. You see it. You see their chemical dough rise. (laughs) You see it rise. Yeah, and I'm. I don't necessarily want it toasted. I don't want it toasted. Quiznos is like, yeah, you do. Here's what I say, and this is my bagel philosophy. Though I don't eat bagel. As much if it's fresh and it's, yeah. or it's the same day. Well, that's like Murray's bagels, which is great bagels in New York. They they will not toast. Yeah, you don't toast. They're good. Yeah, I'd say if it's the next day, or if you just want it, if it's cold, you just want to heat it up. You toast it a little bit, not till yeah. it's crunchy, but just a just little to bit. get that little bit of yep. of heat in there. Yeah, guys, the same way. come on, guys, get it together. It's, no one should be toasting. It's 2014. I know it's, it's an ancient ba- technology. It's crazy. Shouldn't be doing it anymore. Um. If you had to come up with a drinking game, is this going to air in 2014? This is going to air. This is going to air in 2014, and then every day in 2015. Oh, okay, okay. So this will air. So if it's 2015 and you're listening to this, then hello. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Hey guys. Hey. Yeah. Well, let's have send a message to the people listening to this in 2015. Hey, you know those uh, our captors are our friends. Yep. Give in to them. Um, they know better. That's why they won the war. Yeah. And it was a short war, but they won a very it. short war. They have more better technology than us. They're more um, genetically superior to us. And it was a sneak attack. And yeah. And we never saw it coming. And that's our fault. You know, we were, so. we were too busy watching Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> yeah. And we enjoyed it, though. <laughs> we we fully it. enjoyed it. If you had to come up with a drinking game for this episode of kitchen nightmares uh what would what 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 would be some moments where we'd we would have to drink crying crying for sure i'd say this is what i'll say every time jeff cries one sip yes every time jim cries two two sips and if you get it wrong three sips yeah, if you're yeah, yeah, if you mistake them and you realize somehow, yeah. then you take a third sip. I'd say that. I'd say, um, oh God, also for take a half a sip every time they're talking when they're crying. I mean, yeah. I think most of it's going to be when to. they're crying. You have to. I would say a nice uh, anytime you see a sign twirler. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They, they, that was one of the updated things. Was they got a sign twirler? God, <laughs> to, to just stand in front of the store to uh, twirl a sign that says "There's lunch." I, whoever invented sign twirling, it's very popular in LA. Yeah, I saw it's it a everywhere, lot. and it's and now they also have robot ones. Robot, it's just sign. like a robot on the corner and twirling a sign, and it's literally a robot. Or it looks like a kind of like a person, kind of. 
It's very strange. That's really weird. It's very, very strange. But I respect it. But it's like they went, God, we're paying this guy. A robot could do this. And they made a <laughs> robot to do it that they don't have to pay. But the robot's like $50,000. Yeah, it costs it's a lot of money. very, very It's expensive. a long time to make your money back. Um, I'd also say maybe they should... You should cry anytime you're aware of the length of their arms. Like anytime <laughs> you just sort of like. So during the punching scene, punching you're going to be doing scene, a lot. When he's being yelled at, and he sort of punches the air. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Um, I think anytime they um, call them the word "lazy" is said. Oh yeah, that would be a great a time because it's said by them quite a bit and by Gordon Ramsay quite a bit. And I throughout. think by maybe the Colleen, the old woman, she might have she said also it. says it too. She might have said it too. Poor old lady who works there. And what should? What and anytime would, you see any kind of gross chicken. Oh yeah, just anytime because that's throughout. Yeah, Disgusting I'd say chicken is throughout. Anytime, also anytime he's cleaning and crying. That's <laughs> that's forging. And if you ever hear the sound, boom, boom. <laughs> Yeah, they, they use that. Quite that was at a bit. least five or six times. <laughs> quite a bit. And what would be the perfect drink for that for this episode? Oh God, um, I have a thought that it should, maybe should involve marinara sauce in it. <laughs> I think I was going to say like some kind of vodka Bloody Mary. Yeah, like drink. A, I feel like a Bloody Mary with a sort of marinara twist in there, <laughs> and then a, a, instead of salt on the rim, just dust. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just disgusting gray. Disgusting dust. gray old. Dead skin, more oh. or less. That's what it should be. Uh, it was not that clean even when I went. It was like not as dirty as it was because it looked newer, but it was not a clean restaurant. I mean, you have to assume, like, isn't it? What's the statistic? Like, 90% of restaurants fail, you know, yeah. like within the first year. Yeah. It's something crazy. It's I like, wonder, I'm going to look and see if Capri is still open because I assume it is, but just in case. Because that would be fascinating to find out if it had somehow closed in the time after I... When did you? When were you a patron of Capri? This was... I went probably two years ago. So it's been a while. And this was from the fourth season of... Uh, this probably aired three or four years ago, the episode itself. Yeah, I think so. so let's see. I'm looking on Yelp right now. It is open. It's open. What, how many Italian stars does it have? Three and a half. Let's read read the the short reviews that are like the first ones that pop up. up here, let's, let's see. Uh, pizza was good. Um, they have Italian beer. Let's see. This is a this post Kitchen Nightmares episode is how I found the place. Um, the meatball sliders, I, I have to say, are pretty good. Oh, these are all pretty good reviews. Maybe wonder, they've maybe they've pulled it together. What percentage of their I really wanted to like this place because I was rooting for the twin brother owners who seemed to have stepped up their game after being on Kitchen Nightmares. It was okay. The owner greeted us at the door, and he was super friendly. I thought the pizza was similar to the one I could have purchased in the frozen food section of the grocery store. I agree with that. Oh, bummer. That's what it was. I wonder what percentage of restaurants that have been on Kitchen Nightmares, what percentage of their clientele come in because of Kitchen Nightmares? I mean, I bet to be a good, most of them. Now. I'd say most of them. When I was there, for sure, everyone was taking pictures of them. They were talking to. I mean, I, I was there. I mean, I was like, like, oh my god, there they are. So it is good for business it. in some way. This person saw them at Kitchen Nightmares. Um, they said the salt shaker wasn't closed, so they poured salt all over their entree. Oh god, we told the twin manager person, and they didn't do anything about it. <laughs> the twin manager person. <laughs> That's great. Oh God! Yeah, and then they didn't. Yeah, they did not have a good time. Um, we did. You said you did not add gratuity, and then the twin corrected the other twin, and then they said you can always leave more tip. What? That's awkward. Yeah, and then they went to Little Caesars instead afterwards to eat. <laughs> so they didn't even eat, <laughs> they and they didn't even eat because they poured salt all over their food. God, that <laughs> is unbelievable. So, if you're ever in Eagle Rock, you should check it out. Check it's out Capri, Capri. Eat the meatball, maybe nothing else. And uh, and but get a picture with these guys. And try to get them to cry while. <laughs> if you be hard. get a picture with them crying, that's 100 that's points. Like, yeah, that's a jackpot right there. Um, I thank you so much, Anthony, for stopping by watching the Capri I'm, episode. It made me so happy to watch that again. I've, I have seen it so many times, but I have not watched it in a while, and it still holds up. It's uh, it's great. I I I love it, and uh, I'm gonna watch more. I mean, I uh, Kitchen Nightmares is where it's at. It's where it's at. And if you haven't seen the Amy's Bakery, it's Amy's great Bakery for a episode. totally different reason. Yeah, it's just totally different. Obnoxious reason, human beings. Yeah. 
Um, sometimes at the end of an episode, I'll ask my guest to recommend. Uh, it doesn't have to do with have to do. It doesn't have to have to do with what we watch, but recommend a piece of media or some or something, a book, a movie. I'm going to recommend. Um, I like Killing Flies because of yes. uh, my experience today. Is there anything that you've been into recently that you want people to check out? Uh, I just finished watching all of the comeback. The Lisa Kudrow oh, HBO yeah. show from many years ago, which HBO has just announced they're going to do six more. Right. But it is amazing. Great. It's so funny. It's ahead of its time. If it was on now, everyone would be obsessed with it. Um, but I think it just aired before aired before The Office mm-hmm. was a thing. So it, I think we weren't ready to laugh at a character Interesting. And, and do that kind of humiliation comedy. Uh, and But Lisa Kudrow is so amazing in it. She's so good. She's like amazing. And so I highly recommend that. That's great. I I watched Friends recently for this podcast and I was like, Lisa Kudrow is amazing. She's She's so good. And this character is completely different and it's so fully realized. It's It's about... uh, uh, She plays a former sitcom actress who is making a comeback on a new sitcom that is just this like garbage sitcom and she is simultaneously filming a reality show called The Comeback. I want to And you're watching quote unquote raw footage of that they're filming for that show. Uh, and it's 13 episodes. It was clearly ahead of its time because it should not have been canceled. It's I'm so, going to so check that. I might, in fact, watch them tonight. I, it's I, great. It's funny because... She's, it's so uncomfortable to watch it. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc's in a, an, an episode, yes. which I've watched the first and season. And I've heard I, that's great. It's I great. Not seen it's it. really yeah. great. But it's so funny that both of them are in shows sort of about celebrity and and like comebacks or whatever. Yeah. And they're great. They they're are, so good. Yeah. Man... Yeah. I'm going to check out the comeback. Yeah, it's great. It's on HBO Go. All the episodes are there. I have it. So I'm going to do it. You can watch I'm it. I'm a payer. I, I pay. You actually pay for it. I finally pay for <laughs> it or something. It's crazy. But I'm hoping we're visiting Merrill's head in Florida and he has HBO. I want to get his password and then and get then rid stop of paying for it. Yes. I mean, HBO, if you're listening. Oh, and but yeah, if you're a yogurt shop. If HBO, if you're listening, you're a yogurt <laughs> shop. And that what I was just saying is parody. That's not true. I'm no, not, not true. Never would see Although HBO said they don't care, good for them. They're like head of HBO. Was like, I don't care if people that doesn't share make passwords. sense. It doesn't. But I mean, I guess in some way it makes sense, but also that's less money for them. I know it doesn't really make any sense. But hey, but HBO you... is not TV. You know, it's home box office. It's home box office. Uh, thanks so much, Anthony. Thank you. Um, people can find you on Twitter and stuff. I am the Anthony King on Twitter. The Anthony King and um, um, yeah, and theanthonyking.com, which is kind of a weird nothing site, but whatever. Yeah. It wasn't there. I feel like there's a time where everybody. Had, I still have a website, but like I do, but I never point anyone to it. Yeah, it just kind it's of. It's just nice to have it so it exists. Yeah, yeah. So somebody else doesn't take it. Yeah. yeah. So if you search for me on Google, you don't get that damn Michael Jackson impersonator who also is, is named that Anthony King. Really? There's a British Michael Jackson. Is he impersonator. good? He's pretty good. That's he good, teaches classes in Michael Jackson impersonation in England. So. That's so strange. <laughs> He's the other Anthony is the King first step up. like um, the first step of <laughs> being a Michael Jackson impersonation is naturally looking somewhat yeah, like that's Michael. That's the first Jackson. thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then like for the class, like people in the class just leave. They're like, God, like, oh, fuck! I, I should have known that before I signed up. Yeah, is there a refund? <laughs> no, no. Um, well, thank you so much, and uh, and boom, uh, boom. <laughs> Thanks to my guest, Anthony King, for dropping by and uh, watching Kitchen Nightmares with me. Uh, I like the show. I like watching Gordon in action in in the, the kitchens, in the restaurants, uh, and, uh, and I like Anthony, too. And it was nice of him to stop on by and uh, and kick it with me, if you will. Uh, thanks for listening. If you're a fan, you know what to do. Follow on Twitter. It's that episode, at Craig Rowan. Or uh, like on Facebook. And as I said before... Just leave a review on iTunes. No big deal. Just have a good time. Just do it. It's not a big deal. Just do it if you can. But if you can't, okay, that's fine. But you can. So do it. All right. Thank you. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos. <laughs>